Just saying that this podcast is called Introducing, and it's just-, just I love it. It's the first ever one. Dude, as so, soon as someone said you were doing it, I was like, I'm in. Thank you for being the first like, I'm one. I'm fucking in. Well, oh, fuck, well, no, you say fucking. I'm fucking You're in. You're fucking in. I'm fucking you said in. yes, so. I was like, fucking hell. Come on, son. <laughs> who, who are Lift the room. Hello, what's going on? I'm young blood. I'm 22. I'm from the north of England and I write songs about what is going on in the world and it sounds a bit like hip-hop and rock and roll all at the same time. Hey, I'm Tim Blackwell and welcome to Introducing. It's nice to have you here. This is the podcast where I get to introduce you to some of my favourite artists and bands. Now, I'm not saying you've never heard of these people before. I'm using the word introducing because it's like what you'd say at a bar. Like if I'm sitting there with Bono and you walk in and I go, hey, I'd like to introduce you to Bono. Like, of course, you know who Bono is, but hopefully if you get to hang out with us, you might find out something that you never knew before. And that's what I aim to do with this podcast series. I'm introducing you to some of my favorite artists in a way that I've gotten to know them, generally over a drink, sometimes just stalking them on Instagram or backstage at a festival or one of their shows. It does happen. So sit back, enjoy. They're going to play some music for us. That's the other cool thing about this. They're going to play some of their songs and also songs of the people that inspired them the most. And hopefully you'll come out of this loving people that you already love even more or loving someone sick that you've only just heard of. Now, I should point out that uh, sometimes in show business, things can really, really drag on. I've been wanting to get this podcast out for almost a year. And I caught up with me old mate Youngblood in January at the Enmore Theatre in Sydney, just before we realised what a shit year 2020 was going to turn out to be. So, let's get into it. Are you hip-hop? Are you rock and roll? Are you just undefined? Yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm just Youngblood. I just write what comes to me, head. You said something about rock bands that you, you hated, that you're not just four blokes in leather jackets singing yeah. about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Even just, though I love rock and roll, yeah. and I, most of my favourite bands <laughs> I four are four blokes in leather jackets singing about nothing. <laughs> but I still loved it. I love that as well, but it became so oversaturated to me. So I'm just always trying to like run around, just trying to be free in that respect. You know what I mean? And just like do whatever comes to me, Ed. Now, before we get started, this is the first podcast, and we did find out that you're into a few things. I love it, man. I'm literally you're into whiskey, Dr. Pepper, and what we couldn't believe was chicken twisties. Absolutely chicken. Like, as soon as so I come down yourself. here. So, help yourself. I know out. you're on tonight, so I'm Look not sure if whiskey's the go. Oh, it's all right, man. I'll have a, I'll have a glass of whiskey with you. Will you? Yeah, if okay. you think. If you if someone like, open that. Oh, nice. Should we mix it with Dr. Pepper? <laughs> oh, yeah. A whiskey and DP. joking, man. I love that we're eating on camera. It's like yeah. ASMR. We're at the Enmore in Sydney right now. We're actually in front of the stage. You've just been announced on the Coachella lineup. You've played all around the world in the last couple of years. But do you remember when we first met and the size of that gig? (laughs) Dude, what was it called? It was called Oxford Circus, right? Yeah. How do you know that? I have a weird memory of stuff like that. I don't know why. I don't remember that. (laughs) I have a weird memory of stuff like that. Like, I remember, like, coming down and it was the first time I'd come down. It was, I'd just been signed and I was in Australia. Like the furthest away from home I've ever been from my mum. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I was like, it, like if anything happens to me now, like mum, like there's no chance you're getting here in time. It was just crazy to kind of like actually look at the size of this place and like I think to be honest, the venue could probably fit on the stage. 
The venue is the size of the stage I'm playing. Tonight. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that was like what eighteen months ago, two yeah. years ago. But so like. your energy on that day, I, I've, I've never seen anything like it, and I've seen you a lot since. And obviously, every every time the crowds have gotten bigger, but your energy has, I think, gotten bigger. I mean, you you even broke was it you broke your ankle? Or? Yeah, I broke my ankle, broke yeah. my leg. Do it. I just break it all. And I don't know why. I just like everyone's like, well, how did you do it? I was like, I just went too hard are you physically a mess hey, <laughs> you put this oh dude i like kind of walk off stage and i'm limping sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. or i can't talk or i don't know man i just get lost in it you know what i mean i used to watch jagger or freddie mercury or you know you know what i mean or ian jory or johnny rotten or madonna or Susie sue and they just leave it all on yeah. stage and i was like I don't know. I like. I don't. I, it feels like I've not. I'd been. I had good sex if I don't come off stage. You know what I mean? So like I come off stage, and I'm not like cum or anything. I'm just like, yes, I'm fulfilled. You know what I mean? There must be a day though, and you can be honest with me. That you you wake up, you've had a massive show, the alarm goes off, you've got another plane to catch, and you've got another show that night, oh, and dude. you go, you go to yourself. I actually just don't think I can do it tonight, dude. Like, do you know what? Like, it's so crazy, right? Like, I, to be honest, this morning was a bit like that. To be honest, like. Until you knew there would be whiskey. In, oh, uh, until I knew I'd be seeing you and as like a like a whiskey. Cheers to that. It is like that because you're in a million different time zones. I have suffer from anxiety a lot. That's what a lot of my music's about. I have a lot of depression. But the thing about it is, man, is like I get to you. I pull up in Sydney and there's people at the airport. I come down the street and I see there's probably a thousand kids outside already, and it's it's a two thousand seater, and I pull and it's three o'clock. And find out they've been camped out for two days. I speak to them. They tell me their stuff. They tell me what they're on about, what the, what's going on in their lives. And I kind of say to myself, it's like, I'm a part of something. I am not alone in the way I feel. And that makes it all better. You know what I mean? That's why I did this whole thing, because I felt like a bit of an alien. And now I feel like an alien, but I'm on Mars with my other people. Do you know what I mean? Well, Because your shows aren't just a bloke up on stage with his mates playing the songs that he put out in an album. They feel like a real like. There's some anger there, but yeah. I think mainly it's a room full of love. It's a very, yeah, very dude, loving and room. That's, that's what it is. It's all full of that. Like everything is about unity. Because I think that kind of amplifies my generation. Do you know what I mean? I think the difference between us is we ain't just bratty kids talking about bratty things to get heard or for attention. You know what I mean? We genuinely remain informed, and like the one common denominator in people I meet across the world, right, is is the intelligence, the strive for equality and the care that's just embedded inside our heads. And and it's kind of amazing to feel accepted to be exactly who I am. And that's all I want to create, a, a space where people can be who they are, no matter who they are, what they are, what they want to look like, however they want to identify. It, it's just kind of really special to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. In a way now, you've got a responsibility. Dude, it's people. crazy. It's, it's mental, but... When people say that to me, they kind of go like, oh, you're leading all these people and blah, blah, blah. It's weird because I never want to be on a pedestal. I'm, I am one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why I like. I wish there wasn't a barrier there. Yeah. I wish I was kind of, I didn't have to stand on stage. I wish I could stand in the middle, but no one would be able to see the show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like. But you do do that. You do. I mean, your shows don't just oh, finish yeah. when the last song finishes. You jump out like in Melbourne. I saw you in a laneway. And like tonight we will be, what we do is we do a, a little trick. We do like a Spartacus moment. All the boys put on ski masks, hoodies, and stab vests, <laughs> yeah. and I dress up like my techs do. 
yeah, and yeah. we come into the crowd, split the crowd out, and I perform a song in the middle of the crowd. <laughs> Brilliant. But no one knows it's me until I take my mask off. It's like a Spartacus moment. Yeah, right. It's like, I'm Spartacus, I'm Spartacus, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. Now, look, you do have your guitar here. I want to go back to the start. Yeah. And I, you know the, the answer to this, but the song that blew you up. Yeah. Now, we only have 15 seconds before we have to start paying for music. So, <laughs> give us the best 15 seconds of that oh, track. I love it. I love you, will you marry me? Oh, what a shame we got paid for reality. Ain't it sad, sad, sad? It's about 15 seconds, yeah, that's right? Good. Yeah, that's perfect. What is that song? I mean, it's probably a silly question, but what does that song mean to you? Dude, that was that was literally like a turning point everywhere, especially in Australia, man. Like, yeah. you guys were like one of the first countries to actually get me, which is weird. Mm. I think like, People are afraid of things they don't understand, but Aussies kind of just go like, sick. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't get that. Will there be beer there? Yeah. Will there be lager there? <laughs> yeah. I know it looks a bit like dusky and like a forest, but if there's beer there, we'll go in. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know. It kind of, once that popped off here and Youngblood became a thing here, my home country were like, oh, hello. Mm. And America were like, oh, Hello. And everyone else was like, hello. Mm. And I'm like, I knew that guy at Oxford, Oxford Circus. Circus yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are you all doing Playing 100 seater in Australia <laughs> yeah, yeah, before yeah. anywhere else. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know, man. It, it just, something happened. You know what I mean? Something just happened. And and it's kept happening. It doesn't feel like there has been a break. No, there's not. That was two years ago. Every time we come back to a place, it's twice as big or three times as big. Yeah. And everyone's like, do you want a break? I'm like, absolutely not. Because- I feel just invigorated and it's just fun now. Mm. Like we don't have to like, cause before man, you have to try People like try and make your slot into a box, but now there's just enough of us. People kind of don't understand it, but they have to understand it. <laughs> like you know when I mean? you're in, in your seventies in your com- comfortable shoes and you're on seven kids and three wives. <laughs> and <laughs> Maybe you'd have to take a bit more of a break. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I can still see you up there. That's I know why, still that's why there. probably the three wives because <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I wouldn't take a break. Let's go back though to the start. So that was only two years ago. You're only 22. That was yeah. like when you were 20, 19, 20. Like w- when were you writing songs? When, were your parents supportive? Uh, Did you have yeah. a musical house? It was interesting, man. I had a very musical house. Like, my my household like argued over which Oasis record was better. And which one is What's the Story Morning Glory? Yeah, I'll fight okay. anyone else that says anything no, that's about right. it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know, man. My my parents were supportive of me, but I had a bit of a hard I, I I've had a bit of a weird childhood because I'm from a really, really industrial place. It's like Doncaster, it's like the Detroit of the UK. You know what I mean? It's yeah. rainy and baggy and run down and a bit like trudden in the mud, you know what I mean? But there's a real solidarity there and a sense of community there. So I think that's why I kind of wanted that my whole life, you know. And it was weird because my brain always wanted to go to makeup and dresses and punk and say things and be outspoken. Whereas the society I was growing up around was people should be seen and not heard. and Especially kids. Especially kids, you know what I mean? And lads should be in the you know what I mean, the football team, and then go and have um, a pint at the working men's club. Do you know what I mean? Well, I would have a pint at the working men's club. I'd probably just be in a pair of fishnet tights <laughs> and chatting up the barmaid. You know what I mean? And it was weird because people didn't understand me. Like, my mum and dad tried to understand me, I think. You know what I mean? They tried. They were really supportive. But they obviously that. allowed you yeah. to 
be that version. Yeah, of they did. They did. But they I, there was almost a bit of a like, a, what the hell is our son? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was cool, but it, it was it was hard. You know what I mean? Especially like school and like teachers and stuff. I think people who don't have an emotional connection to you, if you're not the ideal thing, then they don't have to love you anyway. But I think traditionally good art has come from a struggle Always, and especially the, the the good ones. Like, I mean, I was never going to make it. I had a really uh, my my suburbs really safe. <laughs> I could dress in fishnets if I wanted to. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Maybe that was the issue, but I think it means that it's real. Yeah, dude, and and it, I think I think that's yeah. I think that is why people. Some someone come up to me at some really wanky music industry event and was like, "What's the formula? How did you do it?" And like, I was they were so wasted and like kind of. I don't know, like pushing it. You know the p- type of person, of like a little bit bitter. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. They were like, Well, how did it happen so quick? I'm like, Did you go well, to a tight course? Yeah, I was like, Well, I don't. One, I don't know. Yeah. But two, I just like it's always a conversation. They're not even my fan base, man. They're my family. You know, what I mean, I think that's it, and I think that's what you say. Like we struggled. And we're struggling together, so we have a bond that is that so unbreakable because we're growing up together, facing the same fears together, figuring everything out, and no one knows what's going on, but we know that we've got each other. And we know that we're struggling and succeeding and failing and falling and here for each other. You know what I mean? I think that's what we have together, and I think that's why it's so tight-knit. You know what I mean? And that was what it was always about for me rather than like how many number ones did I have? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was more than that to me. I got, I wanted to, I started writing music. Wow, they are loud outside. They are out. Wow, yeah. can you hear them? They're cheering for the podcast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's for, it's for you. Tim, come on, Tim. <laughs> fucking hell, it's Tim. Yeah, fucking hell, it's Tim. <laughs> Dom's old mate. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it, man. It, we're, just, we're just like each other's. Yeah. And it's just unstoppable. Well, I'll see that tonight. I'll be a bit scared, but I'll enjoy it. Oh, dude, yeah. Back to when you were a kid. What was the song that you heard that Ooh. popped? And made you think, okay, I'm not going to just wear fishnets and have a pint. This is actually what I want to do for a living. Yeah, and yeah. You, you don't have to. You got your guitar if you want to. If you want to yeah, strum it I out. To be honest, I actually do know this. Mm. I probably forget the chords because I've never actually played this. But let me figure it out. Here we go. This is kind of organic, right? Hey, it was that. It was the Cure, man. It was Robert Smith out of Cure. Yeah. It was his androgyny and in his and his. And his, I don't know, he just had this thing where, like, he was truly himself. And he was a dude in makeup in the 80s, and he was just so sexy. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to be like that. Or Michael Hutchinson from NXS, you know what I mean, as well. Like, I love people like that. Or Freddie from Thing, but like... I don't care if Monday's blue Tuesday's grey and Wednesday too Thursday, I don't care about you It's Friday, I'm in love Monday, you can fall apart Tuesday, Wednesday, break my heart Oh, Thursday, 15 seconds <laughs> So this is a guy who's been in the business long enough now you, you, You've got a business mind Yeah, I think, I think to be honest, the producer's looking He's like, shut up, <laughs> yeah. cut the song 
You know, I, I love the Cure tour. I actually, though, I saw Robert Smith at an airport lounge making his own toasted sandwich two years That's ago. That's so hot. And I was like, no, nah, I wish I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing his lippy? <laughs> he, was, he was wearing like track pants and a black T-shirt, but full makeup. I love that. that I mean, of course you Because you've got to be comfy when you fly. Dude, when you are making a cheese toasty, you've got to have your makeup on. Now, how have you enjoyed your time in Australia now? Obviously, there's a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, at the time of recording this podcast, we are in a pretty dire state with the bushfires. And I know there was a leg of the Falls Festival in Lawn that was cancelled and, and you put on a, a show, a surprise show at the Tote in Melbourne. Absolutely. Well, not a surprise for you. How have you noticed the crowds being, I mean, you, you've sent a little, a couple of fuck yous to ScoMo. Yeah, man, absolutely. I think, I think, to be honest, man, it's like, as I said earlier, Australia means a lot to me. You know what I mean? Because it was a, it was, it's almost kind of home for my music. It was the first place that accepted me, really, as a musician. So I couldn't really, I couldn't wait to get back down here because, as I say, I'm very active and I pride myself on remaining informed what's going on in the world, especially down here. And a lot of my, 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 my family and my fans were, were, were DMing me and saying, like, please come down here. It's really bad right now. And, we, we, we need to shout, we need to scream, we need an outlet to to be able to feel like we're being heard because the leader of our country is absolutely not listening to us. And I think I, it made me want to get down here twice as fast because people are angry right now. But you, you must see that everywhere you go. Like you've got you've got Brexit at home. That's what I mean. I mean it's, everywhere it's, it's, you it's go. The, it's the same thing. It's like the leaders are caricatures yeah. across the world. I don't know, I don't know what how it's happening but the thing about it is is like people asked said to me the other day it's like well this is not changing is it and i was like i genuinely know there is going to be change soon because we're going to be in the shiny shoes <laughs> yeah. in in a couple of years and i genuinely know that so i was speaking to someone earlier right about saying like when doctors didn't believe that germs created disease <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean when yeah, like yeah. like the young doctors were saying these are like tiny little bugs that get inside your coat and kill you <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the yeah. old doctor like shut up man just give, <laughs> just rub some like ointment of olive oil and, and i don't know out. like <laughs> hair soup or something on you and it'll yeah. be fine do you know what i mean but things will develop and change as time goes on it's just like the state of the world and and to be honest as i say like I find like I can't wait for you to see the show tonight. I can't wait for anybody who's not seen a Youngblood show or whatever. Like, it's such a sense of solidarity, and it makes me feel hopeful. Like, so, like, there they are. I don't know what they're chanting. Like, they're just like Tim, Tim, yeah, Tim, Tim. Tim. <laughs> yeah, we've gone through that. It's Dude, embarrassing. I, 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 like, I literally knew they knew you were coming. <laughs> I want to talk to you very quickly because you introduced me two years ago to this uh, little fella called Lewis Capaldi. Yes, I did. And we were at the Splendor in the Grass Tackle Shack, and he was just complaining about walking up the hill and waiting in the line and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, who's this mate that Don brought along? And then about six months later, I saw him on a billboard on the side of this yeah. building in Times Square. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you played him 15 times <laughs> yeah, a day. that's exactly right. <laughs> Has it been good for you to navigate this fame with someone who you know, and you're on the same path at the same time? Dude, yeah, it's so weird, mate. It's, it's you know what, like me and Lewis, right? My guitar player lived five minutes away from Lewis, the child of best mates, which is, that's even more weird. Yeah. So, like, me and Lou used to, like, hang out in London. Like, I was there, he was there when I released King Charles, the first song, and we were in a pub yeah. at midnight when yeah. it came out. Yeah. And I don't know, man, it, it was like from going from literally being like, meeting each other in London and, and seeing each other all the time, I was like, anything happened yet, mate? And he's like, no, man, what about you? I'm like, no, nothing yet. To kind of been a, Falls Festival in Australia where we've both got massive crowds screaming words back 
Like, it's kind of look at each of a moment, like, what the hell? And is it nice? To, I mean, do you check in with him or do you have oh, someone time, that you yeah. have? Like, if it's getting a bit weird, it's getting a bit surreal, like your feet haven't hit the ground. I mean, I've heard you say before, if you haven't got your parents and your family around, sometimes no one's slapping you into the right yeah, dude, areas. You might- I, like, I've got my, t- I've literally got my best mates on the road at yeah. all times, man. I've got literally like, my tour manager is Australian and hard as nails. <laughs> so if I, like I don't carry my own bag, she'll leave it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah what I mean? great. She'll leave it there. And I just got my best mates, man. Like, as I say, we're all Tom, my photographers from Leeds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Grew up 20 minutes. And it's important, that stuff. Absolutely. And so it's like Lewis's crew, they're all Scottish. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, hey, man, you're eight kids, kids, good to see you. And I found like I'm really good friends with Machine Gun Kelly as well. Like, I've, I've noticed a lot of that. Like, we're just best mates. Like, yeah. we like, have film nights. He's the go, blonde, yeah. Dude, yeah, legitimately. <laughs> yeah. He's a, but he's a bit more naughty than me. Oh, is he? He gets, yeah, oh, very, very naughty. Oh, okay. Very what, naughty. More naughty than Chicken Twisties than oh, Dr. Pepper? absolutely more naughty than Chicken Twisties. They'd probably just be like, I don't know, a pair of boobs on the table. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You'd have to turn the camera off. <laughs> We are running short for time. Yes. I want to talk to you about your new music. You, you've talked about maybe the next album being a little nod to David Bowie. Yeah, man. What does that mean? I think, to be honest, man, Bo- like Bowie was like such a massive idol of mine because he never stood still. It's not. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to rip off heroes or anything like that. It's just the way he was a chameleon, but his, his soul stayed the same. With me, like, I'm not going to write the same album I wrote last time. I'm probably going to reinvent some a new world completely or a new character completely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm really excited about because it's not about the songs. As I was saying, it's not about me going, okay, sick, man, I need six number ones yeah. and whatever from this record. You're not it's DJ like, Khaled. Yeah, it's like, exa- <laughs> it's, like, it's like another one. It's like, it's like for me, it's about connecting to them out there. And then connecting to the 10 million other people who haven't even figured out who we are as a community yet. Is there something little you can play from the new album absolutely. in 15 seconds? Oh, um, I probably can't. To? I'm not absolutely not allowed. And I don't want it yet because it's not quite ready. It's not quite ready. I'll send you it though. I will send you a video when it's ready and you can post it on your Because you know you story. gave me, the first thing, this is how the world's changed. The first thing you ever gave me with it was a cassette with your name sharpied on it. Yeah. I still have that. Bro, I don't have a cassette player, that but crazy. I have that. That is crazy. You got the cassette with my name, <laughs> yeah. my mixtape. Yeah, that's Before it. it ever came out. <laughs> well, look, mate, I'm very proud of you. Congratulations on everything. Rockstar. Um, because this is called Introducing, and this is a question without notice, is there someone that you would like to introduce the listeners to that you're listening to at the moment. Oh, interesting choice, man. Um, I love a girl called Carly Hansen. I think she's just been down here. She came on tour with me. She's a bit like Gwen Stefani. Oh, awesome. For me, she's like kind of rocky, like a bit like No Doubt. She's okay. really cool. Her name's Carly Hansen. She came on tour with me across America. Was it America? Yeah, it was America. All blurs now. Mate, congratulations. No, love thank you. you. Love you too, Love man. you. Love you. Well, you're mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Lift the room, push your pull.